there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, Start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward draft coverage. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports, like all-time NCAA scoring leader Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, and many of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round picks. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The volume. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. No better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Basketball, football, they have awesome new and existing user promotions. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. You can get your winnings back in two hours. My favorite, the same game parlays. You can bet five or ten bucks in one 150 bucks or more. If you are new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Get started now. Sign up promo code Colin so they know we and I sent you. The Colin Coward Podcast presented by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Hi, everybody. Dallas Cowboys camp is underway in Oxnard. And Matt Mosley, just back from Italy with his family, will join us. From the heat of Europe to the intensity and heat of the Cowboys, Matt Mosley, five minutes. First, though, I got a bone to pick with Big Ben, the just-retired Steelers quarterback, said this week, now that he's retired, Too many players are coddled in today's NFL. Cam Hayward, a Big Ben teammate and a great one for 10 years, pushed back. I agree with Hayward here. I've been doing this for 25 years. I have never seen professional athletes, and let's just stay on football now, that work harder in the offseason, that are in better shape, they care more, they cry more, They work more than now in the NFL. People confuse wealth with coddled. Yes, they're richer. As I've told you before, 92% of American millionaires did not inherit their wealth. That's a convenient argument, right? If somebody's not wealthy, they're lucky. They inherited it. 8% did. I don't have a lot of rich friends. I have two that have done very well. They're both workaholics. The reality is players make more. And yes, sometimes a player mid to late 20s gets a huge contract. They get a little cocky. They got some ego. But football uniquely humbles you. You can be hurt. Your career can end at any time. 
You have to play in bad weather, like we have to work in bad weather. You have to play hurt, like many of us go to work when we don't feel great, have a hangover, maybe sick. That's what the NFL does. There is no 10-year contract like baseball, no fully guaranteed deals. It's not a player's first league like the NBA. The NFL humbles you at every turn. And Big Ben needs to look in a mirror. The truth is, Big Ben's offseason were legendarily soft. Camping, beer, and family time. Now, that's fine for my offseason, but not an NFL quarterback competing with Peyton Manning or Tom Brady for championships. Russell Wilson, Brady, Manning, Breeze, legendary work ethics, out of season. Big Ben, couple sit-ups, Bud Light, camping, maybe a yoga class. Jay Glazer, who's pretty tied in, has often joked, that wrapped up Big Ben's offseason. Big Ben was coddled. The Pittsburgh media didn't hold him accountable for those off-seasons. The Pittsburgh fans didn't hold him accountable for the off-seasons. The coaches obviously didn't. The trainers obviously didn't. It's a small city, and Big Ben was a rock star with two Super Bowls. He did whatever he wanted to in his last 10 years. In fact, I was told years ago that the Steelers' pre-snap audible system was outdated. Ben just wouldn't commit to it. Too many fans confuse wealth with coddling. Players now come into a season in shape. They didn't in the 70s and 80s. Players now pay millions for personal trainers in the offseason. I mean, I saw a story recently where Leonard Fournette was like 15, 20 pounds overweight. <laughs> really? He can't lose that in the Tampa Bay humidity in six practices? The fact that it's a story that Leonard Fournette may be 20 pounds overweight and in six weeks, he can't run it off. Folks, it, there's a reason it's a story. You don't hear that much. You rarely hear anybody coming into camp, maybe an occasional 320-pound defensive lineman, out of shape. I don't think players are coddled. They've never been more conscientious in the 25 years I've been doing this. They've never cared more. They've never played with more passion. I am often astonished at the quality of the human beings we have in the National Football League, considering how young they are and how wealthy they are. I'm, a, I'm blown away by it. The NFL is so lucky. Mahomes, Josh Allen, Brady, Russell Wilson, Stafford, Lamar Jackson, Herbert, Burrow. Good Lord, could they be more likable? I mean, the idea that players are coddled, even Antonio Brown, not my favorite guy, had a legendary work ethic. Went a little sideways emotionally, but nobody ever called Antonio Brown lazy. You saw him take his shirt off. He didn't spend the season eating donuts. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster spends a little too much on social media, but always in impeccable shape, totally driven, very productive. Maybe he's not as good as the Steelers thought when they drafted him, but Andy Reid's got a good eye for talent, and he went and grabbed him. I don't buy Big Ben. Big Ben, and I trust my sources, very much after winning Super Bowls, had his way around Pittsburgh. And it showed his lack of attention to detail, his lack of an off-season commitment. To me is why, not lack of talent, he didn't stack up against Brady, Peyton Manning, peers in their prime, in his prime. He hosts the Doomsday Podcast with Ed Werder, but we like him at the volume, and so we pay him to come on and talk, and he is always enlightening. I'm not going to tell you what I pay him, but there's a reason he just got back from Italy. He's my friend, he's my friend Matt Mosley. So the other day, you're in Oxnard, by the way, so you're in a very nice hotel room in Oxnard. The home of Beautiful. some of the best strawberries in the country. 
I don't know if you know that. So uh, the other day, Jerry was kind of freewheeling at the mic and kind of offended people. And uh, then McCarthy got all ticked off when people talked about his job security. So one of the things I love when you go to camp, you you get a sense of sort of the vibe there. So what is the vibe? Last year, Dak got hurt, I remember, in camp, and it was just an uneven camp. What, what, you know, the way the season ended with the clock and Dak, the expectations, Dan Quinn could be a head coach elsewhere, Amari Cooper's gone, Gregory, not a great offseason, weird draft. What is the vibe like at camp? You know, it's, it's, it's funny that you bring up what happened at the end of that season. Because in the first, the very first practice today, situational football, racing up to the line of scrimmage, setting the ball down, giving it to the official, like that was all what was happening. So I think you're correct to say that all of that stuff is coloring this camp. Now, if they start, if they want to start issuing apologies for everything Jerry said over the years, they're going to be busy. Okay. I mean, and, and what he said, it's not, you know, it's, it's not great. But I don't think, you know, we're, we're all going to be able to move on with our lives. But Jerry does that on a pretty normal basis. I, I think we're getting mixed messages already from the Cowboys, like early on in camp. What, what really stood out to me is Jerry can't decide what happened last year. On one hand, he wants to be celebrated for 12 wins. I mean, he really does. And he wants to say to people, y'all wanted me to fire this guy? Y'all wanted me to fire a guy who had 12 wins? Now, we've talked enough on the volume uh, and in other places to know that a lot of that was fool's gold. A lot of that was playing a horrible division, getting fat, those numbers even. I mean, Werder, who I do the Doomsday podcast with, he's trying to get me to go to some fancy restaurant tonight. I don't have his kind of expense account, so I can't, I can't join him at those kind of places. But he's, he's really hitting these numbers hard. You know, last year... The, the, the amount of points they put up, the, the takeaways, how it all adds up. Is there any way they could equal that? Well, it really doesn't matter because last year, even though they put up great numbers, it was a typical Cowboys performance once they got to the playoffs. So all that to say is Jerry is having a lot of trouble, Colin, deciding what happened last year. He, 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 it, he knows he left the head coach hanging out in the wind while Dan Quinn interviewed with other people. So in some sense, he turned the heat up on him. But the other day, when asked, Jerry, why do you think anything will be different? Why does anything be? He pointed it at, at uh, McCarthy and said, because of him. I mean, do, do we think McCarthy's done something different? Did he go back to the analytics barn? I mean, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what he could have done that would give Jerry all this. But Jerry has to be selling something at all times. And the most honest moment for Jerry the other day was to say that I have a curse that I only deal with the successes. And listen, what he remembers are the gushers, all the oil wells he hit, all the natural gas that he's hit. And he's always, he's able to move on and forget about those things. Jerry is like a great cornerback. He's got the shortest memory ever. You know, I said this. Um, I said this today on TV, and I um, it'll take me uh, a little bit to unpack this. That for years and years, the NFC was better than the AFC. It was just stronger. And then the AFC teams that had either average quarterbacks or aging quarterbacks hit on their draft picks: Buffalo, Tyrod Taylor to Josh Allen, Andy Dalton to Joe Burrow, Philip Rivers to Justin Herbert. Um, Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes, Joe Flacco to Lamar Jackson. The AFC, they hit some home runs with quarterbacks. Now, good luck getting out of that conference. The NFC is different. They've still got older quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Stafford's an older quarterback. But the bottom of the NFC is much weaker than the bottom of the AFC. NFC East is weak. A lot of teams don't have the quarterback and the good ones are getting older. And my point is there's about a two-year window here. My guess is the Giants may get a C.J. Stroud. Um, Do the bottom teams in the NFC, the Seahawks, 
The Falcons look like they're tanking. Do they get a Bryce Young? And that right now is the time, Matt. You don't have an Allen. You don't have a Herbert, a Burrow, a Mahomes. There's not this gauntlet of like the next superstar quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, he's now over in the AFC. That we got a two-year window here for Dallas. Quarterbacks are getting old, and there's a really fairly large bottom in this conference. And I do feel like it puts a little pressure on the Cowboys who have a top 12 quarterback to win now. I really do. Yeah, I. that's very interesting. And it's thinking of all those quarterbacks and the age of the quarterbacks in the NFC. You know, I'll tell you, my train die today, Dak, it, you know, last year he got hurt, as you said, early in camp. They've been some talk about, oh, he's going to move so much better. Even just today in, in the team drills, nimble, extremely nimble. And, and so there was a lot of movement with him. I think you make a good point. I think the Cowboys issue is we, like a lot of Cowboys teams, it's all based on sort of hope. Gallup, can he get back from rehab and be a true number two? Can C.D. Lamb be a true number one? Who is the third receiver? Does this Tolbert that comes from South Alabama? We talked to him today. Very impressive. Saw him make some catches today. But every, think about this, the running game. It's all based on can Zeke – I mean, the Cowboys are so bad about this. They don't, they don't want you to go back to, like, the 2020 version of people or the 2021. They want people to go back to, like, 2016 and 2017. And that's one of the things they do with Zeke. And this is an issue, and I think I've stumbled onto something here. When your leaders aren't great players, you might have some problems. Zeke – for better or worse, is an enormous leader on this team. He can't really get through seasons. He's not as productive as he is, yet he spoke today. He was the first player up there. Guess who's attending the quarterback meetings? Zeke is going to them. I think that's a problem, and I think it's been a problem with the Cowboys for a while now, but I think they want Zeke. Zeke has emerged, and to his credit, maybe it's, maybe it's an indictment of some of the other players on this team, but other than Dak, Zeke is the greatest leader on the team, and he's not that great. And I, and I think when your leaders aren't that good, that could be, that could be part of the issue. But um, I think you give this thing, once they get in pads, Colin, it depends on how many practices I get to see, I could really start pumping some sunshine into this team. But through one, through one practice, I'm, I'm nonplussed. The playoffs are coming. Don't miss your chance to step up to the tee. Take a swing at betting the PGA Tour on FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet the Tour with a no-sweat first bet. If you don't win, you'll get $1,000 back in free bets. Kid you not. I love betting on FanDuel. Safe, secure, get paid fast. Great promotions. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app, sign up. The promo code is always Colin to get started. Your no sweat, first bet up to $1,000. FanDuel Sportsbook, official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Promo code, as always, Colin. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward draft coverage. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports, like all-time NCAA scoring leader Caitlin Clark. 
Angel Reese, and many of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round picks. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out the most popular trading card brands like Prism, Select, Don Russ, and more. For those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Coward Draft coverage. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I said today I introduced a new character on the show. It was glass half full Colin. And I said with the Cowboys, Green Bay does not have a number one receiver. Rams could have a Super Bowl hangover. Kyler Murray in Arizona, a lot of noise. Philadelphia, I mean, we saw him in a playoff game, non-competitive. 49ers introducing a new quarterback. A lot of the teams in their way, it's Tom Brady's last season, A.B., Gronk gone. They lost an interior offensive lineman. Todd Bowles had a coaching change. Glass half full Colin. A lot of their obstacles have big questions. Do they not? Does glass half full Colin always wear a T-shirt when he – I mean, I, I would <laughs> – I really wish I had a had a done that. I wish I could have been there to match up with you. I, I like the I like the thought, and I think there is a. But I also know the Colin that the other day I was listening to, and no one memorizes schedules like you. It's a I don't know if it's like one of the great gifts in life that you have, but you do love sort of having a bunch of knowledge of schedules. And I thought you made a good point on the possibility of a Dallas zero and two. So if you want to go glass half empty, that was the direction you were going that day. And there's another head coach on this team. There was one years ago when Garrett was, a, was a, it was like a, a head coach of the offense and a head coach of the defense was Wade Phillips. We have a situation like that here, okay, yeah. with Dan Quinn. And I think Warder and I are getting an exclusive with Dan Quinn tomorrow night, so that'll be exciting. But I, that's, that's something to watch. But I like the glass half full, Colin, in the thought that, the other thing you do is you you know like interior linemen in the league, and so I like <laughs> I like yeah. the fact that you become obsessed with things like that. But you won twelve games last year, and you weren't that great. You just on defense. Think about this. This is like one of the great scoring defenses we've seen in the past twenty years. What they had last year, everybody yeah. was taking it to the house. Diggs, Dorrance Armstrong. It was a scoop and score team. Now, that's hard to replicate. 
The that's analytics right. on that would say that's not going to happen next year. That's right. That's right. You know that that is a really good point. Is they were the scoop and score team in the league. It's almost like uh, fumble recoveries, like they don't add up. Like if you even this would surprise people, but if you won several games in the last possession, you would credit your coach and your quarterback. Generally, if you do it one year, you don't do it the other. So Dallas um, got some convenient bounces, guys in the right place. I, I, I still think it's it still feels the NFC's bottom is is really kind of sizable. I think they're an, I think they're a ten win team. I don't know if they get into the playoffs, but God, the Giants are hot garbage, and I don't trust I don't trust the ownership and the executive suite in Washington. Jalen Hurts is productive, but I feel limited. I I go back to what I really believe. I think the next two years are big. I think they're really big for Dallas. And I, you know, Jerry's to me always been a little quick to give out player contracts and a little late to get rid of coaches. Do you think there's any chance he would bail on McCarthy if they were four and six through ten? He's only done it once and they quit on Wade Phillips. And so they were like one in seven and he dumped him and Garrett kind of rallied. Um, the interesting part is I don't even know if he would totally let it get to four and six. If he were going to make a move again, this is a tricky one. This is awkward for McCarthy because Quinn, I was even watching it today. The players the way they respond to him, that's a guy that surprised me. I didn't really know that about him in Atlanta. Obviously, they made it to the Super Bowl. I remember him being a great defensive coordinator in Seattle, so you would have more familiarity with him. What I didn't understand about Quinn is the impact he would have on the players. And this defense, it's kind of like going back to those Wade Phillips days. They don't, they don't report to McCarthy. I mean, McCarthy's just kind of like a figurehead. Like he sits up there and does the news conferences, but Quinn kind of runs everything. So I do think if there was going to be a change made, it would be to save the season. And I don't know if four and six, if you totally save the season, the only change that would be made is like a two and four. And then there might be some thought with it. Um, maybe that, but I don't, Jerry hates doing it. He hates it. And Jerry still talks about, how much he regrets firing Chan Galen. That was 1999. And, and Chan Galen went to the playoffs in back-to-back -back years. And after one of those trips, I think it was a 10 and six season, he fired Galey. Jerry will tell you it's one of his biggest regrets. Now we watched Galey's career. I don't think Jerry should have like enormous regrets, but anyway, I, Jerry is a trip because you know him. Um, and I've known him for years. Everybody kind of thinks all this embarrassing news off the, the offseason like would trip him up or make him embarrassed. He's like he's like supercharged by that stuff. Like it doesn't bother him. Like he literally somehow he feeds off of it. So he truly is one of those weird people joke about like any publicity is good publicity. He's a, he, he really actually believes it. And some of that stuff out there about him is just downright embarrassing. But you saw him the other day and he just doesn't. He doesn't care. I mean, he's, he is – Tom Wolfe wrote a book years ago that I liked, um, and it wasn't one of his most well-known books, but it was called A Man in Fool, and it was, a, it was a huge business guy late in his life, and he was actually a huge college football fan. He played at Georgia this, – this character had played at Georgia Tech, and that describes Jerry, who played college football at Arkansas. He is a man in fool, and there is no way to dampen his spirits. And so he's about to turn 80. So there's always some sense of urgency, but I do think there's a little more right now because of this. I think he's, I think this turning 80 is playing a trick on him a little bit. Well, as you said, he's the eternal optimist. Um, I think, I think most great business people that I've met, um, uh, it could be Dana White, um, it could be Steve Jobs, who I didn't know, but I've read books about Walter Isaacson's book, I think it was. Um, they have short memories. Like you can't 
obsess over losses. Years ago, I covered a college football coach. It was Oregon, Mike Bellotti, and they had a really good team, the Joey Harrington team. And they lost a wild shootout to Stanford. And they were the best team in the Pac-12 that year. And, and Bellotti had one of the great quotes ever. He said, listen, we can't let Stanford beat us twice. And they came out and they won the rest of their games. And I've, I've used that in through the years on my show, in any business I've been in, is that you just got to get over stuff fast. And I think, by the way, Jerry does. I think Dak does. Um, you know, Jerry's a, a, a unique figure. You think he's – I watched the movie the other night. It's one of my favorite movies, one of my favorite Westerns ever. It's called Hell or High Water with Jeff Bridges. He's brilliant. And um, I thought of Jerry Jones watching it, just the language of West Texas. And, um, you know, there's this cop. These cops are chasing these brother bank robbers. And, you know, there's this sort of feeling about West Texas or Texas people. You say what you think. You get it off your chest. And whether it offends or not, people get over it really quickly. And that's the one thing I'll say about Jerry. He doesn't appear to hold grudges with the media. I mean, do you ever feel he's held grudges with you or Ed when you've been opinionated? He's been very angry at both of us, but he gets past it. He gets past it quickly. And he, he yeah. kind of lets the PR people hold long grudges. <laughs> it's funny. Um, Jerry's the face of the Cowboys and Dak is second. And... There is this stat that you can't get past is that since 2018, without Amari, Dak is three and six with an 86 passer rating, is that he became very comfortable in crisis or third down going to Amari Cooper. Now, I do think CeeDee Lamb is a number one receiver, but they also lost Cedric Wilson, a very viable, dynamic number three receiver. And... You know, Amari Cooper is one of those players who's a one, but he's not Stephon Diggs. Um, uh, he doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins sort of dynamic, sort of vertical feel, playmaking feel. I can't – You, it's hard to deny two numbers. When Tyron Smith doesn't start and Amari Cooper doesn't play, both or one of those, Dak is not the same quarterback. Is that coincidental? Um, is it um, something you think he'll overcome? I mean, the numbers are right in front of you. He has a 103 passer rating with Amari and an 86 without him. That's that's a real that's real data there. That's not that's a wide gap. Yeah, and I think I think last year Dak wasn't right physically. And to your point about Amari, I mean, I think it's a great point, and I the numbers are you know in your face about that. But Amari was sent packing from here or traded for basically nothing. First of all, he was so expensive. Second of all, and maybe more important than any of that, he missed games because of COVID. Jerry's funny. Jerry's not wired to be one of these people out scolding people for not getting vaccinations. That's not how he's wired at all. But when one of his players misses time, and, and he did not get vaccinated. And Jerry perceives, much like Michael Irvin talked about even before last season, Jerry perceives that he didn't do everything he could to, to help the team. Then that's, that's a huge indictment of, of Amari Cooper. And so he's gone because, and as Jerry said yesterday, availability is such a huge thing. And that's why he's gone. And that's why Lyle Collins is gone. That's right. And by the way, Randy Gregory, who I love, but could be kind of enigmatic personally. Is that why he's gone? Yes. He missed a lot of time. He had seemingly overcome that. Yeah. Look at, look at who's on the pup list. In, in, that's, that as they've reported to NFL camps, he's on the, he starts the season on the pup list. Randy Gregory does. So I think Jerry may even look over there and feel some vindication. The embarrassment for the Cowboys with Randy Gregory was they got beat out by a team that was willing to do something you know, with the claws. And the Cowboys had only done this for Dak. And it was basically a good actor type clause or you know something like that. 
and 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 Denver basically said, "Well, we don't have to put that clause in. We're good. We're good, guaranteeing you all this money." And he left the Cowboys at the last moment. This week's gold medal performance goes to a quarterback whose very smart decision four years ago has paid off. Kyler Murray finally got the bag. The Cardinals star chose football over baseball. It was clearly the right choice. In the NFL, you're famous on day one. You're on national TV. That will help landing major endorsements. In baseball, you're fluttering around tiny towns in middle America in a minor league system for four to five years waiting to get the call. Kyler is currently making more today than the entire Oakland A's roster. Let that sink in. He made the right choice, football. This week's gold medal performance sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. The stock market's been plummeting. Many economists predicting it's just the beginning, which could mean tremendous losses in your portfolio. Historically, there's been one answer to this, gold. In the 2008 crash, when the market dipped, gold went up. Yep, Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust when investing in gold and precious metals. They can advise you on whether gold is right for you. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-674-HERD, 866-674-HE. Or perhaps download their comprehensive gold guide. It's great at LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward draft coverage. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports, like all-time NCAA scoring leader Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, and many of the upcoming NFL and NBA first-round picks. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out the most popular trading card brands like Prism, Select, Don Russ, and more. For those NFL draft fans, get real-time trading cards after players are picked with Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Coward Draft coverage. All right, I got to ask you one college football question. You are my Big 12 expert. Now, you went to Baylor and Baylor hates Texas, so I'm going to stay away from those two. Okay, I know your feelings on Baylor and Texas. I want to ask you an Oklahoma question. So um, their sensitivity, considering all their success, I mean, Bud Wilkerson work, Barry Switzer work, Bob Stoops work, Lincoln Riley works. Outside of a couple John Blake years, they've been as consistent as any program in America for like 60 years. Lincoln Riley leaving really, really bothers them. Explain the dynamics, the sensibility with an Oklahoma Sooner fan. Because I know what you think of Texas. They're kind of spoiled. They're kind of the USC of the Big 12. You know, high profile, underachieve. Baylor is the talented underdog. The Oregon of the Big 12 never gets the respect they deserve. How do you view Oklahoma as a Big 12 guy? Well, I, I view them as by far the most dominant team for many, many years. And I think there's a thought that's a very workmanlike, it's a more blue collar uh, fan base than UT. And there are feelings toward Lincoln, and I'm not saying they're right or wrong, um, yeah. that, he, that he's soft. And that's the worst thing you can be to that fan base is the whole thought was that he took that USC job 
because he thought he could run the Pac-12 and he wanted no part of going into the SEC. Now, it's hilarious that he's ended up going into the Big Ten and, and he'll probably be fine. He is a great coach. He's a great offensive mind. All of those things are true. But I think, and, and they are very sensitive. They, I think they felt like he was running from something is one thing. So there's a soft factor. And then yeah. the part you said earlier, there's a sense of entitlement that happens when you're that much of a blue blood. I mean, this Helton, I mean, we're getting farther and farther away from the Pete Carroll glory days at USC. And I know there were a lot of glory days before that. But I think there's, I think it's just hard to accept. How would this guy from Muleshoe, Texas, who seemed to be a good fit, and there's also a betrayal, a feeling of betrayal that Bob Stoops feels because Bob agreed with OU to step out of the way earlier than he wanted. And that's the part nobody really has told, is that Bob Stoops, I, the way I've always heard it, is they went to Stoops and said, hey, we want to make this guy a coach in waiting. And Bob didn't like that idea. He said, just give it to him now. Now, now Bob's made it right. He supported him like crazy. And I think Bob feels a great sense of betrayal from Lincoln. Now, those things always happen in the middle of the night. It makes the guy leaving look bad to the fan base, to the players, all of that. I don't put a lot of stock in that. Okay, Brian Kelly, same situation. What do you want him to do? You want him to stay on campus for a week and, and be benevolent and, and be a grief therapist or something? That's not what these guys do. They decided that LSU was a bigger challenge for Kelly, more money, and quite honestly, it seems weird to say about the Notre Dame job, but there's more prestige at trying to win at a bigger level in the SEC than playing an independent schedule at Notre Dame. and. Lincoln, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think you have a good relationship with Lincoln and you're establishing that. So you may get to more of the heart of why he left. I'm just telling you what I believe that fan base thinks of him. They think he ran away from something. Well, Kevin Durant left Oklahoma City for California. Lincoln Riley leaves Oklahoma for California. I think there's uh, kind of a resentment. I think it's a very blue collar fan base. They look at California as soft liberal, palm trees, don't care as much. Um, I think there's political aspects. I think there's football aspects. And I think you touched on something is that when you're a blue blood, I mean, George Clooney, not many people broke up with George Clooney, right? George Clooney breaks up, right? Like they're, they're, you get to a point where, wait, you're leaving us? Like USC is different. USC fans understand if you win a title, John McKay, John Robinson, Pete Carroll, you go to the NFL. LA, California is a transient environment. You come here to get rich. You elevate. We don't care. We don't have this sort of provincial parochial feeling that you're ours forever. Oklahoma is a different sensibility. You can't leave us. Nobody leaves us. So, we control the terms. And so I, I think you hit on that. I think that's a big part of it. California's belief is it's for dreamers. And Lincoln Riley sold to USC. We're going to be the greatest USC team ever. That's what California is about. Reed Hastings at Netflix is a dreamer. Google, Facebook. That's what the economy is here. Silicon Valley. Make something great out of nothing. An idea. And, and I think that's what USC, Rick Caruso, Mike Bone, Carol Alta president sold him. Make it the greatest ever. We have the Olympics. It's the fifth biggest economy in the world. Legendary brand in California. I think I've said this. If Lincoln Riley crushed it for five years, won one national title, four Pac-12 titles, and put the program on the right tracks and left for the NFL, the cowboy job, people would go, thank you. They'd say thank you in Oklahoma to different sensibility. Yeah. Well, there's a little more to do in your part of the world than in well, Norman and, 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 and that. But an interesting point that you made about KD, um, although he's from where? Washington, D.C. He did go to the University right. of Texas. But it's, there's some extreme sensitivity. But in that kind of place, Oklahoma City or Norman, 
and that whole region, once you become one of theirs, the thought that you could leave them just hurts like crazy. It's sure. just the OU is not supposed to be a stepping stone. That's People right. are, Baylor is. Matt Rule was trying to get an NFL job from the moment he arrived, and we were okay with that because he, he turned the program around. He made us right. better. And so everybody, when he finally did leave, for the most part, wished him well because yeah. he inherited a disaster and he turned it around. There are still people like that Baylor, and I'm sorry to take it back to my alma mater, but with Dave Aranda, here's this incredible coach. And there's this feeling like Oregon, LSU, all these jobs that opened up. Well, he's got to take it. He's got to take it. He can't stay at Baylor. That's a guy that understands, you know what? I got it pretty good here. They'll pay me a ton of money. I could have a six or seven win season. They're not even going to come close to firing me. Yeah. And I could, I could be here for a long time. And when somebody's able to actually think about that, and I think Lincoln knows that's not what he had at OU. You don't. That's completely different from Baylor. Completely different than Texas. Texas has been awful for like going on a decade, but you can get fired pretty quickly there. You know, um, and now that's, that leads to your other guy, uh, Sark. We'll see. That's, I mean, that, you talk about fascinating. These quarterbacks that are rolling in there. Has Texas finally solved? They've been in the quarterback wilderness for many, many years with a slight, you know, brief opening with Ellinger, everybody else. They've, they've just been awful at that position. They tried to turn RG3 years ago. And they wanted him to play safety for them. That's what, you know, so um, it's, it's, it, this will be fascinating to watch. Um, and I'm, I, this whole realignment thing. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I just, I was just trying to relax around the country and take some vacations and, and these realignments hit. I mean, that is, that is just, I mean, it's interesting to hear your take on like UC, USC and UCLA and why it works and why this regional and why flying across the country isn't that big of a deal because people in my part of the country, people in Texas can't really have that worldview. We, we, like you said, LA is a transient place. Like we can't, there's nobody that I know that's ever moved to Los Angeles. I mean, like it, it, you don't even entertain the idea. We stay, we, we go to college, we stay, we don't go anywhere. And so there's way different, you know, views that we have on all this. Yeah. All right. Well, you, um, I am going to order DoorDash tonight. I'm going to go. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not a fancy guy. When my wife's out of town as she is, I've been known to have cereal for dinner. I'm really a college senior. Every time my wife leaves, I just, my budget dries up. I have no interest in leaving. Uh, I'm, I am so perpetually boring when my wife is not around. So when you're on the road, are you, do you live it up? Do you, what do you do as a married guy on the road? I, when I used to go, I worked at ESPN and I would go to LA like four times a year because they wanted to build up my LA audience. So I'd go stay for a week and do the shows for a week and meet advertisers, blah, blah, blah. And my wife would laugh. I would go to my hotel. I turn down the temperature to about 67. I like a mm -hmm. cold, dark room and I'd order um, a salmon Caesar. Every day for dinner, pita and hummus for lunch, take long afternoon naps, work out, never leave my hotel room unless I had to. And my wife is like, you literally fly to the entertainment capital of the world and live in your hotel room for a week. And God, I loved it. I'm so boring on the road. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit more like that. I think I used to get out, have a good time. My wife has been an actress in the past, and so she usually comes out with me. Didn't get to make this trip. If I ordered a Caesar salmon where I'm staying right now, I would leave this hotel in a body bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a great hotel? No. No, I, it hasn't been. That renovations haven't occurred in a couple of generations. But uh, you saw that picture I put up of the, of the jacuzzi. I mean, what a strange <laughs> thing that is. But I jumped in there. What the heck? See, if it, see what it'd do for me. Well, um, I don't know. I, I don't go to Oxford 
Oxnard a lot. I can't even pronounce it. I don't go to Oxnard. You try to class it up by calling it Oxford, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say it. All right. You, you're so proud right. of yourself for knowing about the strawberries. Yeah. All right. Good seeing you, Mosley. Yeah, good to see you. I, I do like that every time I land in L.A., you wait until I'm safely like an hour away to respond to any text messages. Colin, you want to get a drink? <laughs> you want to get a drink? And it's conveniently about an hour and a half later, it's like, oh, hey, Mosley, I didn't see your text. I'm on to you, all right? All right. Well, my wife gets back Saturday. If you're down here, call me. We'll go out. I promise. Okay. All right. All right, buddy. All my best. volume make sure to check out the draymond green show i brought draymond green into the volume because one of the more entertaining voices in sports unique perspective understands behind the rope also chops up with guests like gary payton zach levine tracy mcgrady make sure download the draymond green show wherever you get your podcasts only on the volume podcast network hi let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.